0: common sense recap of the day's biggest stories it's john Katz and rita cosby cats and cosby on 77 wabc
1: and uh and we also have we have carl rove right now oh, you yeah carl okay. rove is with us yes yep uh carl rove great to have you here of course the former senior advisor to george w bush uh great strategist carl you know, there is so much going on right now. Uh, did you see this, by the way? Uh, President Biden has been on vacation 40% of the time. Uh, what do you make of that? And a lot of people are saying, uh, is that all?
0: Well, uh, you know, I don't begrudge presidents a chance to get away from the Oval Office. But but what I really begrudge is is getting the job done. And he's just not getting the job done. And it's, uh, it's showing up. there's a new Wall Street Journal poll this week. 73% of the voters surveyed said they feel Biden is too old to seek a second term. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump is only three years younger than he is, and 47% said the same of him. But 73% is a big number, which means that a significant, not just all Republicans, but a big chunk of, of independents and even some Democrats think he's too old. And he's not going to get better. I was listening to him earlier today he sounds old, and he's going to, and it's, he, he, that ain't going to get better. He's not going to look younger, sound younger, be younger as the election of 2024 approaches.
1: So, do you think he's going to still be the candidate, Karl Rove, to that point?
0: Well, look, if, if, if I were a betting man, and, and I'm not really a betting man, having spent part of my childhood in, in Nevada, uh, but I, if I had to bet, <laughs> I'd bet on, I'd bet on Trump and Biden to be the nominees, but i take the field against him. I just think, uh, particularly in the case of Biden, uh, you know he's he's he's, he's suffering, and I, I'm thinking about writing about it this week for the Wall Street Journal because it strikes me that it's a sort of a suicide mission. It, you know, to go go back to 1978 and 1979, people thought Jimmy Carter was just not up to the job, and Democrats worried about it. And Ted Kennedy got into the race, albeit late, and uh, the, Ken, uh, the Carter fought him off. But does anybody think the Democrats would have been better off with Cl- with Kennedy in 19? 80 than they were with Carter. I think so. It might have been a closer race and they might have held on to the White House. So, uh, but instead, they went with the failed guy who, who the American people have made a decision about. And I think that's what the Democrats are facing now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org
1: And Carl Rove, uh, Ed Cox has a question for so, you.
0: So with those circumstances, what are the chances of a third-party candidacy and what would be the chances of it succeeding? Yeah, well first of all, I want to commend you for showing up today in order to be adult supervision with Pete King. I <laughs>
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs
0: it. He really <laughs> needs it, Carl.
1: <laughs> you know him well.
0: <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Carl. And frankly, I'm <laughs> surprised King is there. Normally he spends Labor Day, selling hot dogs. He gets his grandchildren to man the grill and uh, do the do the service, and he collects the cash. I mean, it's you know sort of an annual tradition in, in, in the Peking family. Carl, I really uh, resent so you look, telling the truth about me. <laughs> I know you too well. So look, You're the man, at, Carl. The, 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 There will be a third party candidate. We'll have a Green candidate. We'll have a Libertarian candidate. We may have a No Labels candidate. But third parties are, are it's an uphill fight. Uh, Ross Perot got 19 percent of the vote, nearly one out of every five Americans voted for him, and he got zero votes in the electoral co- in the electoral college. Last time we had uh, uh, somebody who got votes in the electoral college it was 1968, and before that, 1948. And in each instance, it was a southern segregationist running on the issue of we're not going to allow racial integration in the South. And as a result, both Strom Thurmond in '48 and George Corley Wallace in '68 carried some southern states. But other than that. Third parties tend to have an impact on the election only to the degree that they take votes away from somebody. Now, you know, this is, you know, in 2000, uh, George W. Bush came within 5,500 votes of winning uh, Oregon. Uh, Why? Because Ralph Nader was very popular in Portland and Eugene and all the nuts and kooks came out and voted for him. So third parties will have an impact on the election and they may have a bigger impact next time around. Because look, we have the two most unpopular front runners in the history of American polling: Donald Trump on the Republican side, Joe Biden on the Democratic side. There, a majority of Americans do not want either man to run, and um, so you know we're likely to have people saying, "Well, I can't bring myself to vote for one of them, so I'm going to you know throw my vote away by voting for you know either no labels or a green or a libertarian or somebody else." Hey, Carl, this is your friend Pete King. Uh- you know, from an electoral uh, perspective, which Republican candidate made the best impression as far as going toward the nomination at the debate? Well, it's interesting. Um, I've, I've been looking at that because it's one of the topics I want to write about. If you take a look at the Washington Post poll, they polled beforehand and said, would you consider voting for? And then they list they, they would ask you about each individual candidate. And then after the debate, they asked people who, who uh, you know, wh- wh- where were they now? every Republican candidate who appeared in the debate increased the percentage of people who said that they would consider him. Now, some instances it was small. I mean, um, uh, Ron DeSantis went from like 61% to 67%. They would consider voting for him were people who were already open to considering voting for him. But there were two that struck out, uh, that, that, that stood out. Nikki Haley went from 30 percent of Republicans saying they would consider her to 50 percent.
1: That's wow. pretty big. Yeah, pretty that's big. big. That's big.
0: And, and and the second one was Vivek. Now, Vivek went up uh, not as much as Nikki. As the with with that was that the percentage of people who, who rated him negatively is now larger than the percentage of people who rated him positively. Not wow. the same for Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley was more positive miles. than
1: negative. Yeah. yeah. That's Very interesting. Miles. Yeah. I'm looking at the polls. By the way, she, uh, it's a Trump, DeSantis, and now Nikki Haley in the recent Wall Street Journal poll is number three as a result of her performance. Um, Carl, <clears throat> is, thank is you. Is DeSantis
0: doing any better?
1: Not according to this Pardon poll. <laughs> is DeSantis doing any better?
0: Well, he, you know, according to – in the in the post poll, there was only one candidate who dropped, and that was Donald Trump, and he fell behind the number. And, uh, Ron DeSantis has a higher percentage of the electorate, the primary electorate, that says they're open to voting for him than now say they're open to voting for Donald Trump. Now, it's not much. It's like 67 to 63, but Donald Trump was ahead on that measure before the debate, which says to me it was a mistake for him not to show up. I think people – we ought to look at that debate not just as a, as one event, but as part of a process. And that process may have started with people saying, wow, I like that what I'm hearing and seeing from a variety of people on this stage. That's why the numbers improve for everybody. And I'm starting to think, really, I'm going to be looking at Nikki Haley saying, geez, I really like her. Uh, and this let's see if this continues on September 27th at the Reagan Library. Hey, Carl, does anybody like me? What anybody like you? You are su- what we call sui generis, which is Latin for really unusual, strange, and one of a kind. Oh,
1: that's a nice way to say it on Labor Day. Thank All you, right, Carl, Robin. Call, we we'll love catch you. up again real soon. Thank you, Carl. Oh,
0: Thank you, sir.
1: Thank you. Wow.